it was very overwhelming at first. Um, and we did take, you know, little steps here and there to put things into place slowly. And we kind of built on it. And now we have kind of this really hands off for the most part system where we're able to get all this stuff done behind the scenes while still being able to do all the other work that we need to do without really having to worry about it that much anymore. We really, right now I'm only spending about an hour a week, maybe um, just tweaking the system, looking at the pricing, making sure that we're competitive. But other than that, everything else is just kind of running itself. Welcome to STR Unlocked a podcast for driven vacation rental investors looking to gain the freedom that comes with an abundance of time and money. I'm April. And I'm Nathan. Our life is busy with three small children, full-time jobs, and not nearly enough coffee. And we're unlocking success with short-term rental investing every single day. Join us in our journey as we learn and grow together. If we can do it, so can you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm here with my beautiful wife, April. How's it going? It's going great. Good, good. Uh, you're listening to the uh, sh- the STR Unlocked short-term rental podcast. If you're here, it's probably because you're a pretty driven investor looking to try to maximize the profits that they're seeing on their short-term rental. And that's what we're here to talk about today. As a matter of fact, we're about to talk about something that, to be honest, I have been focused on a lot lately in the business that I own. Um, And we've been thinking about a lot lately when it comes to our short-term rental and that's actually building systems, right? Absolutely. I'm not gonna lie. You've done a lot more of the systems with the rental than I have. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like we are always so short on time, right? Like we're always trying to juggle so many things, just like a lot of other people out there and trying to find ways to really maximize that time um, is really super important to us, right? Like building this business is, is really important. We're trying to get it up and going and trying to be very successful at that, but we're also trying to minimize the amount of time that we're spending doing it so that we can spend time doing other things like spending time with our family yeah. and, uh, you know, working on four of our other jobs that we're, we're always bouncing around with. So yeah, systems are super important for us. Yeah. It's funny for a lot of people that I talk to when I tell them that we're doing this Airbnb thing, often the response is like, how do you, how do you have time for that? Not because like, I'm necessarily like some kind of like, I'm not, I mean, I'm just as busy as anybody else. I feel like in a lot of ways. But I think a lot of people just don't understand that you it, it is possible to essentially put this into your life and actually have this be a way of investing that actually doesn't take a lot of time. Now, it's not 100% passive. I think if somebody's telling you, I actually saw on Facebook uh, the other day, I saw an ad and somebody was saying, this is a passive lifestyle asset. Like, I don't know that that's necessarily true. But in order to build out systems and put systems in place in the business to ensure that, you know, the time that we're spending on it is minimized to get as much impact with as little time as possible is incredibly important to us. You know, you are working a full-time job. I own a couple of businesses. We have three kids. Like I would say that our lifestyle is as busy as the average American's lifestyle. And yet we've still been able to fit uh, our first Airbnb into our life in a way that's like, it's, it's good. Like, like it hasn't like, to be honest with you, some days the Airbnb feels like it's one of the things going right. (laughs) So like, so, and I think a big part of that is like the systems that we've put in place. So that's really what we're going to kind of hone in and talk about today. So for you, like when you think about this, cause I think it's really funny that, uh, you know, this is kind of the first foray for you because you've always kind of worked in a business that has systems right. and the systems for the most part were always set up, you know, and you just kind of got to participate and benefit from the systems. This is kind of the first step for you into actually kind of building your own systems for your own thing. It is. Has that been a steep learning curve? 
Uh, yeah, I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't. Um, anything new that you're learning is going to be a steep learning curve, but I will say it was worth it. So uh, when we first started the short-term rental, there were a lot of things that needed to be done, right? We had a list. I'm, I'm a huge fan of lists and spreadsheets. It was pretty massive. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had a long list of things that actually needed to be done and it was very overwhelming at first. Um, and we did take you know, little steps here and there to put things into place slowly. And we kind of built on it. And now we have kind of this really hands off for the most part system where we're able to get all this stuff done behind the scenes while still being able to do all the other work that we need to do without really having to worry about it that much anymore. We've really, right now I'm only spending about an hour a week, maybe um, just tweaking the system, looking at the pricing, making sure that we're competitive. But other than that, everything else is just kind of running itself. Yeah, for sure. So like, I think a good place to start is just kind of from a very high level, from a very high concept, talk about what a system is, right? Because I think everybody hears the word system and they think they know what it is. But I actually heard this one time on the Bigger Pockets episode. I want to say it was Sam Carpenter that might have been the author who was talking about this, but it it like changed the way that I looked at systems. He said literally everybody from the time that they wake up to the time that they go to bed is experiencing systems in real time in their life day to day already. Mm -hmm. They just don't think about it that way, right? But the simple act of you know, you are in one place and you want a specific outcome. So what are the things that happen between then and now to make that outcome what you want? So for instance, like you got out of the shower, you have, you want to be dry, right? So typically in like another word that's kind of interchangeable here is habits, right? Typically, like once a person finds a place to put their towel, they always put their towel there. Right. If you think about it, like whether they have it hanging in the bathroom or whether they put it on the countertop, it's always in the exact same place. You typically have a habit out of putting it in the same place. The way you get out of the shower tends to be the same way. You reach in the same place for that same towel in the same location that you always have it. You the way you dry off and the method that you like that whole process to getting dry when you get out of the shower, that is a system because it is a thing that you are doing daily to get to an outcome that you're wanting over and over and over and over and over. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, that was something that really kind of opened my eyes to the fact that like, this isn't something that, you know, is you know, hard to create. We literally are creating them every day. You just kind of have to be incredibly observant about like what's not working and why isn't it working? And then what is the procedure that we can put in place? Literally the series of steps that should happen, hopefully automated, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Hopefully that's automated in order to get to that outcome that you want. Right. And so we have been focusing on this a lot in our in, in the businesses that I have um, is something that's become very important to me uh, because uh, I'll be honest with you for two very big reasons. Number one, I want to be able to do more with less time. So that's huge. But the other side is I want to have high quality experience for that people who are interacting with my business. And the same way for the short term rentals, like these, are, these, this is totally similar to the short term rentals. I want everybody who interacts with the business to have a high quality experience each and every time. And uh, I think if you can, if you can create a system that does both those things, like you're winning for sure, you're winning. So like if we can, let's kind of dive a little bit into the rental. Uh, what like, Kind of take us through what are the things that we have in our business for the short-term rentals that is uh, a system? Yeah, sure. So we talked a little bit about our tech stack in a previous episode. Um, so I don't want to get too far into the weeds with sure. the actual technical um, stuff that we're using. But I mean, 
first and foremost, the booking platforms that we have in and of our uh, of themselves, they are systems, right? There's a process for guests to review the listing. There's a process for them to check out and to review and, um, you know, all those things, both with Airbnb and Verbo, the uh, online travel agencies that we use, but also our direct booking website as well. Um, so all of those are up there. First and foremost, we wouldn't be able to do any business without those um, because a guest needs a way to be able to reserve that property uh, for their stay. Um, after that, we then have our property management software that takes us through all the checkout process, right? So it checks it uh, against our master calendar. It blocks off those dates. It sends an auto message to the cleaners to get the uh, cleaning scheduled for that particular guest. It makes sure that anything that the guest needs during that stay, the number of towels, extra sheets, um, all of that is automatically done for the guest. Um, and then all of our automated messages that we have set up. So which there's a ton. <laughs> there are a ton. I mean, in any time that you have the hospitality business, you want to be personable, right? right? But nobody has time to send messages to guests, you know, every single day or, you know, three days leading up to their stay or two days before the stay, giving them the check-in information. It's just a lot to do. Um, it's a lot for one property, but certainly as we grow our business, it's going to get even more and more um, involved if we had to send that information ourselves. Um, so having those automated messages, that's another system that we have in, in place. And there's reasons behind that, right? So as a guest, number one, you want to make sure that whoever you're staying with is going to give you a good experience. If, if there's something wrong that comes up during this day, you want to make sure that that person is going to be able to resolve the issue, mm -hmm. right? And so being able to have those touch points ahead of time um, to be able to convey that to the guest is really important. Um, even if they don't need anything at all, just showing that you're available and willing to help, I think goes a long way with the guest experience. So I think, I think this is like a really important point to put a pin in right here and just kind of highlight for everybody because the more, and I didn't even cons really consider it, but it's so true. Another benefit to the system, it's not only about being able to, you know, do more with less time. It's not only about having a consistently high quality experience, but it's also about able, like you could build a system that will help you prevent problems from happening. In Absolutely. A lot of cases, right. So you're talking about building out a system that we're able to stay connected and have a high touch, high level of touch with each of the guests, <laughs> not literal touch, but a figurative touch with each of the guests. And to make sure that if there's anything that comes up during the stay, there's a system in place that allow that prompts them to let us know, you know, so that we can kind of get ahead of that and, and prevent a kind of a bigger problem, a, a mountain being made out of a molehill, so to speak. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, when those things do come up, because they are going to come up, there is going to be a problem during a guest stay. It also gives us kind of the knowledge and the process, the system to be able to resolve those issues. So, for example, if we're if it's Saturday afternoon and we're home with our three young boys, right, because we have three, it's it's normally a little chaotic um, and a guest comes to us with a problem. They said that, hey, you know, the hot tub's not working. We have a system in place to be able to deal with that. So that's less time that we're having to think about. It's uh, fewer people that we have to reach out to and call. Um, we have that system in place. We yeah. know that all we have to do is call this number, talk to this person, and they're going to send somebody out, take care of it. It's going to be, you know, done, documented. We're going to get billed. And the guest is going to, you know, be happy at the end of that stay because that problem was 
was addressed quickly. And number two, with less stress on our part, because we're not having to figure out exactly how to deal with that in the middle of, you know, normal uh, young family chaos on the weekend. That's so true. I, like, I think that's a good point. Like, I even I didn't think of that, like, because that's that's another thing. When a situation comes up, if you've got a system to help solve the problem, it reduces everybody's stress, right? It does. Because like you don't have to, you honestly don't have to sit there and think to yourself, well, what should I do in this case? What are the possible consequences? What are the possible implications? Should I do this or should I do that? If there's a system that you've already kind of thought through and you're able to just initiate the system, right? And, and solve that problem, you, you're one, able to solve the problem much quicker, which is a good thing, right? That's going to really increase the experience that the guest is having at the, at the Airbnb that you're hosting or the short-term rental. But two, it honestly allows you to not have just decision fatigue, right? Like it, it prevents you from just kind of falling down this rabbit hole of like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know what the best, you know, if you've already kind of thought through some of those scenarios, at least as many scenarios as you can and having a solution in place before it becomes a problem, like just having a system around solving guest issues when they come up, man, that's, that's important. Like, I didn't even think about that. I, yeah. I, I was thinking more on like the management side on, on the front end, but you're actually talking about things that are directly related to the guest experience. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, but you know me, I'm an overthinker. I think through every you single You are an overthinker. <laughs> I think through everything before I say anything, before I do anything. Like, I want to know, like, if I say this, what are all the different like outcomes, right? And so if I know exactly what I need to do, I don't overthink. I just execute. Yeah. And to me, that's hugely valuable. So having those systems... Um, definitely is helping me keep my sanity and my stress level down. Yeah. And I'll also say this, it was massively beneficial for us to have a system in place. Do you want to, do you want to tell everybody what happened? Was it last weekend or the weekend before that? And you looked up, like we were sitting around having dinner, well, cooking, I guess, with the three boys at the, at the countertop. And you looked up and you were like, I totally didn't realize we had a guest. Right. right. Yeah. So last weekend. Or you well, you knew it when they booked. Yeah. We just forgotten. For right? sure. For sure. So that story, Um, the guests they booked, I think back in August. Now I went back and actually looked to see all the message history and I didn't, not a single time did I personally type out a message and send it to the guest. Um, so this particular guest, they booked back in August. Um, their stay was mid-October. It's mid-October now. And so they ended up um, checking in. So our automation, our process, it automatically sent out, um, booking confirmation messages to them, thanking them so much for booking, giving them some information about things to do in the area and things to expect. We had an automated um, welcome message that went out a few days before their check-in, gave them the door code and everything else. Their door code was automatically programmed into the uh, door lock that we have. And so they you know, could get into the, the house on time uh, using their specific code. Um, the cleaner uh, schedule automatically went out to the cleaners. So that was scheduled. Um, so this guest, they came in on a Friday and they checked in with their automated door code that was available. The cleaners had already cleaned the cabin. Everything was ready for them. They had a stay the very next morning. Um, the automated message went out to just thanking them, you know, again, for staying with us, making sure that everything went well the first night, asking them if they had any issues. She didn't respond, so there weren't any issues. And then at the very end of the stay, we sent out another message, just again, thanking them so much for staying, telling them that we were going to send them a five-star review, hoping that they sent um, a five-star review our way as well. And lo and behold, she actually did. So that was a guest. <laughs> that was a guest that I'm really, really glad that we had our systems in place because I just got busy with other things. And I didn't, you know, I knew that the guest was coming in. I knew that we had a guest that weekend because all of our weekends were booked, but I didn't have to 
you know, mentally remember to go in and send yeah, the information. That's right? so huge. So another benefit of having these systems is that it reduces human error and it it makes the experience that the guest has more consistent and a better quality because we have things going on. Everybody makes mistakes, right? Like everybody forgets things from time to time. If you have a system in place, then it reduces the likelihood of that. Yeah. It was definitely kind of a cool feeling for us to be sitting, standing in the kitchen and how, like, how much was that booking? It was a $2,800 booking. Yeah. So it was like $2,800 just gets deposited into the bank account. And we had totally like, we weren't thinking about it at all. Right. And so that's definitely some of the amazing benefits of having the short term rental, having the Airbnb. I want to go then to like the, the, the next really big benefit here of systems. And that is the ability to scale, For sure. which is something that we're thinking a lot right now about uh, as we're going and taking our next steps for the next property. Um, we're working right now in several markets. We're reaching out to a lot of people and we're, we're looking at how we can kind of add additional properties uh, and be able to do this. Do you want to speak to that for a second? The ability for our systems to basically be set up and for us now to have literally tested them for the last year since we went live with our, with our Airbnb, we've, we've now kind of, uh, I feel like our systems are fairly battle tested, you know, and we kind of know how everything works and more importantly, how everything works together. So that a seamless experience from the time a person books to literally the time that the money is deposited into our account and we get that five-star review, everything is automated and everything is systematized. What, um, what's the benefit then for the, you know, adding the next property? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first benefit is that everything has been tested. There were definitely mistakes made along the way, yeah. right? Like we fine tuned our messages. We had to make sure that, you know, certain messages were sent out during certain parts of the year. I'm thinking about ladybugs in the smoky mountains. Right. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. Um, but you know, we've, we've been able to test those. So that means that when we have another property come in, we have a property management software owner as we've talked about in the past. And it basically allows us to put in our property, all of our details, um, our pricing will go into price labs and get pushed into owner res. Really, once those are set up, all of that gets pushed out into the various platforms. And then we basically just turn on our messaging and turn on the uh, messages to the cleaners for the cleaner scheduling. And all of our rental agreements, all of our uh, payment processing, all of that gets automatically linked and basically it becomes a plug and play kind of system. So we're not having to recreate those processes. We might need to turn them on and off and tweak them a little bit, depending on the property and where we're going into next. Um, but for the most part, everything's set up. So it was a lot of work initially getting things set up. I mean, I want to say that we spent probably 20 solid hours kind of, you know, fine tuning everything and getting everything set up initially. And that's because I, I'll say like a lot of the stuff that we had was templates. It was. We were able to kind of benefit from other people going before us and trying some templates. And we were able to take a lot of that wording and a lot of that phrasing and use it. So we didn't have to come up with all of our stuff 100% on our own, but we changed a lot. We there did. was There was a lot of stuff that we were like, mm, that doesn't feel like us. Like, like, like we, we wouldn't say that or we wouldn't say it like that. Or maybe it didn't apply to our property. Or maybe it didn't right? apply so to our property. So we did tweak a lot, yeah. um, but we were able to get everything set up in about 20 or so hours. And then we tweaked it throughout the year. Um, but now any new property, I mean, at this point, I would guess that we could probably get it up and running under under two hours, probably yeah. closer to one. Yeah, for sure. And and again, plug and play. Yep. So at that point, you just put them all into the systems. You get everything. You get it connected into the network that we've kind of already built, and then you just get to benefit from the extra 
revenue that's being generated from that next property. Yeah. So. Not to mention that, you know, as more properties are added, the more complex it's going to be to manage them, right? Because yeah. now you have and, twice and as many. Honestly, the more essential it becomes. Absolutely. So you're going to have twice as many guests. You're going to have twice as many um, scheduled cleanings. You're going to have twice as many codes that need to be generated. Right. And so, you know, all this complexity and all the room for human error goes up. And for me, the, the amount of stress, <laughs> if we didn't have a system in place, it would increase substantially. So having those systems in place as we add those new properties really is critical for our business structure. Yeah, 100%. I still encounter people every once in a while who's managing their short-term rentals pretty much by hand. And I'm like, man, like that sounds, that sounds rough. Because ultimately, we're not trying to add another job to our life. Like the, we, we, we want all the benefits of being able to invest in real estate. And in addition to that, we want all the benefits of being able to have a high, a high cash flowing asset like a short-term rental but we don't want another job. <laughs> like that's, We got plenty of jobs. We got plenty of that stuff. So that's, uh, that's why I honestly, you know, a lot of the systems that we had put in place and a lot of the systems that we had built, it really, it, it really was kind of out of a need that we had to ensure that we weren't spending more time than absolutely necessary having, you know, creating a great experience for our guests, but, but managing uh, the short-term rental, so. Yeah, and to be clear, I mean, those people who are managing their own stuff without systems, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you if can that's if you what want. You, yeah, if yeah, that's what you wanna do and like that's what you enjoy doing, like more power to you. For sure, You're like, yeah. perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for us um, and for a lot of other people that we talk to, like they are wanting to minimize the amount of time that they're spending. We want to minimize the amount of, the, of time that we're spending, but also not sacrificing the quality that we're giving our guests. A hundred percent. That's awesome. And you're really, Anything else you can think of when it comes to systems or building mm. systems out for your short-term rental? And we only cover just a few, right? Yeah. I mean, there's you you could really dig in and spend time, like you just casually mentioned, like the door codes and things like that. There's definitely a lot of systems that happen uh, with every stay. So without like making this a three-hour podcast, anything else that you can think of that probably uh, would benefit anybody? Yeah, I mean, the only other thing that I'll say is if you ever need to train anybody else on it, if you ever need to add Ooh, VAs, right? Like we we talked about VAs in another podcast, um, or if somebody's just covering for you when you're out on vacation, you don't have cell reception. You know, like again, if you streamline the process, it, it increases the consistency. It also makes it easier to train other people. Right. So if you have this stuff in, in place, like you don't have to teach them, you know, how to respond to Airbnb and Verbo and then go, you know, put in the door code and then go send a message to this person and then go do this. Like everything's done for them. Um, you could give them a list of, okay, like if these three things happen, you know, this is how you're going to deal with it because really everything else should be covered. hundred percent. That's awesome. Well, that's cool. Uh, what are, what are you, what are you doing right now and working on as far as the short-term rental stuff goes? Like what's, what's the things that we're looking into? Yeah. So right now um, we are getting close to Christmas time. So it's currently mid October. Um, so we, <laughs> which have, is exciting. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's like 10 weeks right now. I know it's, it's so hard to believe that we're already you know close to the end of the year, but we're really looking at our Christmas bookings. So we don't currently have any bookings for Christmas. It doesn't surprise me. Um, our strategy for Christmas is to keep our prices high because demand will continue to rise and supply will continue to dwindle. So yeah. we're just kind of keeping an eye on those Christmas weeks, adjusting our pricing as necessary, um, and just kind of keeping an eye on competition and supply. We're also, um, as you know, we're looking into some uh, arbitrage properties. Um, so we're looking at increasing our cash flow to be able to acquire that next short-term rental. So kind of exploring the idea of short-term rental arbitrage. Yeah. And that's not, that's not as a long-term strategy. 
it really is more short term for us, you know, uh, just as a way to generate more cash flow for more down payments over the next three to five years to invest in our own real estate for sure. Going back to the to the Christmas bookings, what I thought was interesting there was um, one of the things that we're doing is we're actually going to be decorating and it's not going to be a whole lot. Our cabin in, in Western Tennessee or Eastern Tennessee, um, it's not a whole lot of decorating, but I'm planning on going up and then we'll get some new photos of the place decorated for Christmas, the Christmas tree, the wreath on the door, the centerpiece and the table, just to make the place feel more homey and make the place feel more comfortable and to kind of, you know, to show everybody who's interested in booking around that Christmas time, uh, the kind of experience that they can expect when they come into the, to the rental. Cause I think, I think, I think that definitely helps in a lot of ways. So that's something that we're like actively doing probably in the next couple of weeks we'll be heading up to do that. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you, April. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's always great talking with you. Yeah. And, and guys, thank you for joining us so much. Uh, hopefully you learned a few things. Hopefully you're taking a few things away from this conversation. As always, we're just basically sharing with you the things that we've learned so far in our journey, the things that has served us well, and we hope that it serves you too. Guys, have a great day. Go out there and crush it. And we'll see you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. If you like what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully, content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.